on, mic test. Mic Mike test. Test. Hello and welcome to Breakfast with Your Friends podcast. Whoa, is that what this is? Wait, I've done this opening before. Wait, I knew that's what this is. How dare you presuppose my ignorance? <laughs> Brian, a podcast is kind of like, um, it's like a show, if you remember TV. It's just that it's only for what is voices, this so there's no visuals. Speak of. It's only an audio wave, and you rec- play it out of like an audio player only. You don't need a media player uh, for visuals. That's right. I went onto the Wikipedia and found these things called speakers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to Breakfast with Your Friends, a show. It's a very popular podcast. Welcome to our audience. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Welcome. I hope you have the necessary paperwork filled out. We're a bureaucratic podcast, as everyone else knows. Cue laugh track. It's a. You need to have a breakfast with your friends passport in order yeah. to enter most establishments or to fly we, domestically. We, <laughs> in order to fly domestically in the United States, you need a breakfast with your friends passport. Right. What you do is go to our website enter in a little bit of personal information don't worry your personal information is safe yeah it's really just your social security card address and name and date of birth and your mother's maiden name there's some medical and banking information we request as well yeah but that's really just for bookkeeping and then we generate a qr code yeah and you can use that to travel domestically yeah and then that, that gives you permission to turn on your car right yeah. And you can and feel th- good about that because you are saving lives. Yeah. And if you would like to take an airplane flight, I uh, we don't actually have that up and running yet. We're working on the MOU with the TSA. Um, they're not responding. <laughs> they're not very responsive. And see, we're just trying to cut through the red tape here for you. To, for you. It's hard to deal with the, the government. They're mm-hmm. very bureaucratic. So let us do it for you. Give us your social security number. If you have the request of their friends passport when you go to tsa instead of going don't go through pre-check because you don't have tsa pre-check go through the regular line but just walk right by yep. everyone else and just you don't have to you know the first person where you typically show them your um id yeah, and your dream. ticket you don't need to go through that person anymore just, just right flash through. just hold your phone up with it walk past them and then and you then, don't actually have to take off your shoes or even put your luggage on the rack. You can just walk around the, the things that scan yeah. your genitals and they laugh at them in the back room. Yeah. You and don't then, have to go through that. So what will happen is a couple of escorts will come and guide you to your own private room. And that's the VIP room. And you can go in there and you can just say whatever you want. They're, they've They've seen it all, right? Like, you know, they love it when you joke about, like, bombing things. Bring up db cooper they like that <laughs> can i just say not to do, do any of that <laughs> but really if you do tell us about it uh you get one phone call make you know it to who us to do. yeah who yeah, to do <laughs> you know you know who to do that's us do us that call do give us the pleasure of your one phone call We'll laugh at you for five minutes and not get your name. They're like, what was the phone number? It's like, well, we never gave any phone number out. <laughs> you can call the web address. Yeah. Use your touchtone phone. www. You can skip the dot. There's no, I don't know if yeah. there's a, a number that corresponds to a dot. 
Anyhow, well, what's going on, Brian? Well, you know, you know, what what is going on? Um, got my second shot. Of a vaccine. Yeah, the vaccine. The, the mythical vaccine that will sustain life for the foreseeable future. Yes. I felt like death warmed over for a good day, and then I got better. Not only does it protect against COVID, but it really curbs appetite. My God, I... You know, a lot of people... Like complaining about the, the the body pain, like the achiness around the shoulder. I complain about that too. Yeah, well, by a lot of people, I mean you. Um, I didn't get it for the first one, and so I was like, you know, I was up on my high horse because that's what I like to do: go galloping. You, on... you hadn't heard that the second one typically was worse. No, completely missed that fact. Oops. So. I uh I had the pleasure of being laid low for a good 24 hours, but it wasn't all that bad. Yeah, it happened to me as well. About 12 hours after the shot, I started feeling aches in my body, and then I looked at a map of the lymphatic system, and I learned that where I was feeling the aches was where I have lymph nodes. Is that, is that a fact? I, I knew it. Well, if that's the case, then my entire body is a lymph node. Well, you do have lymph nodes most places actually but i was having pain in my groin but not like the middle groin but the side groin side groin side groin is this like side boob essentially okay it doesn't hang out though like side side boob is something i think that like hangs out of your clothes whereas your side groin really shouldn't be hanging out of your clothes i mean if that's hanging out probably it's all hanging out right right you can't really have side groin hanging out without all groin being out right you just have no pants on but <laughs> it's like me and jc penny earlier yeah running around without pants in the changing room but still they prefer if you stay in your specific changing room not go- i got yelled at for like going into the changing room that was in the women's section well and i would just like to point out that the men's section changing room was closed right it was so what was their solution? Now, apparently there was another changing room that was hidden behind a like a column that I was supposed to magically know about. Nope. In the athletic section. Do I look athletic, lady? Like <laughs> Yeah. That's... She should have just stopped you right there. Like Well also like here's an idea. If you're gonna close one of the men's changing rooms down, it would behoove you to put a sign that says, This fitting room closed. See fitting room behind pillar in men's athletic section yeah. and we would have gone over there and also i like asked someone else where there you was did. a fitting room and they, directed and they you pointed there. me to right. the one that apparently men aren't allowed in but men are allowed in there aren't they yeah it was unisex right well you're not it's not an open changing room you're not like out right. in the middle of it's the floor not like a roman bath right it's not <laughs> I mean, that would be fun. That'd be, the dope, that'd be one dope changing room. You go in that and... way we can, like, wipe each other's asses with a stick. Is that what the Romans did? Yeah. Then Ew, instead uh... of toilet paper, they had a rag on a stick. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking, uh, instead of Roman bathhouse, when I said that would be cool, what I was picturing was <laughs> like Korean <David>. spa. <laughs> yeah, I think you're just imagining a day spa. I'm imagining a Korean day spa, and that would be fun. But... I would be in there for, like, a long time, and I wouldn't end up buying anything. I'd just be sitting in the, like, sauna. Oh, yeah. 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 I I don't know. Maybe there are things in the Roman bath that don't involve pooping. It's a good possibility. Well, you shouldn't poop where you bath. 
I mean, a toilet, a bathroom, but like not in the immediate. Yeah, check your privilege. But like, you should go in the toilet and then you take your bath well, and then. I, I look. I don't think it's a stew. I think that they had rooms where you pooped and rooms where you sat in water. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, anyway, this changing room, yeah, it doesn't need to have been gender segregated because. If you're doing it right, you're in your own little room anyway, with a mirror and a hook and a little bench. Although waiting for you to get out of the changing room, there was this lady that kept running out half naked, yelling at her boyfriend to go get like a different size. <laughs> it's fallen off. Get a medium. <laughs> it's funny. That's so funny. I didn't hear that when I was in there. Yeah. And like her mother was like yelling at her to get back in. So we have cell phones now, so she could have texted him. Yeah. Also, if she's already out of the room in the state of undress, she might as well just get it herself. Right. At that point. At that point, you're just walking through JCPenney naked. This was too early in the day for exactly everything that happened. Right. Well, we went to JCPenney, as you can tell. Um, I forgot that I was in JCPenney until I was purchasing my pair of shorts that I brought uh, and the woman was like, do you have a Macy's card? And I was like, nope. I also forgot. Or I'm sorry, she said, do you? <laughs> oh, my God. You did it again. Oops, I did it again. It keeps happening in reverse. I just made a false memory, and then I referred to it to prove the opposite of my point. I thought she was going to ask me if I had a Macy's card, but she asked me if I had a JCPenney card, which really threw me for a loop because I forgot where I was. TLDR, I bought a pair of shorts from JCPenney. And that brings in my shorts total to either two or three, depending on whether I can find my one of my pairs of shorts. So I'm ready for summer, people. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm going to be wearing my fancy-ass sh- I bought some nice pair of cute white shorts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show my butt all over, all over the place. Brian likes to wear white pants. I love white pants. Yeah. They look so good on me. They do, but it's just so dangerous to wear white, in my opinion. I, it's not like I'm going to shit myself in public. What if you what if you sit on a bench and it has like schmutz on it? That's what happened to my last pair of white pants. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Or what if you're eating and like not all the food makes it to your mouth? Uh this is, you know, this is the cavalier lifestyle that white pants forces you to lead. It forces you to be good at handling food. It's kind of like having a cell phone without a protector. It forces you to hold it like correctly or those things force you to buy more pants or cell phones and you know maybe maybe the klutz in me deserves to pay more i guess wearing white is like today's sign of like status whereas in the middle ages your sign of status was being like pale and fat then you were rich enough to not be like out in the fields you know what i mean so what wearing white it means like I can afford to replace these. Precisely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I'm so fancy. I really that can't. I'm so fancy that I don't spill on myself. And if I do, whatever. I just buy another pair of white pants. I, I just buy another cell phone. Yeah. No, I can't. Right. So. Or you bleach it. <laughs> That's bleach my cell phone. Well, cell phone, you can't bleach it. But you can't bleach a cracked screen back into structural integrity but you can bleach white pants back into being white semblance of white i think so yeah i can't imagine you couldn't bleach makes shit white so and those are white to begin with so i think you're good oh my god 
bleach. You're. <laughs> this is why you get all those hucksters telling you to like put bleach up someone's butthole. This is. I think you're getting into cancel culture. You're canceling me for referring to bleach. <laughs> and I'm like, this I'm is not just true. Eighty. I've had coffee right now, so I'm kind of like scattering. Like we hit we hit the crux of a lot of different things, and I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Well, my vaccine. I'll go back to the vaccine. I was sick. It wasn't that fun, but I was all right. Through the night, I had crazy dreams again. Did you as well? Oh, my God. I don't remember my crazy dreams very well. I had a lot of really sad dreams that I'm not going to talk about. I can't remember them, but I kept waking up every few hours, getting up, peeing, drinking water, going back to sleep, um, dreaming crazy things. At one point, I was sort of dreaming, but I sort of also knew. My brain said, here's what's happening. Your body's making, taking the mRNA and making proteins. You're your immune system is reacting right now and trying to attack the proteins. That's what's making you in pain right now. I kind of wish that was like, that sounds like you're describing your dream. <laughs> well, it was, it was a dream when it was real. And it says, but soon the MRNA is going to die off and your body will stop making that protein and your body will stop attacking the protein and you will feel better. And that is essentially what did happen, but it took a while. And then, so I have a, a smartwatch that has a function I don't really know how they measure it, but I assume it's pulse and it's various like stress things. Stress levels. Yeah, and it measures. It's like a body battery, and not all the time do I wake up with a hundred percent body battery charge. But uh, typically, when I'm sleeping, well, not typically, every time when I'm sleeping, my body battery like increases. Well, not yesterday. Like when I went to sleep around then is when it started getting really bad. And as I slept, the battery battery plummeted and it kept plummeting until like 6 p.m. when I stopped like feeling bad. And when I could, I got to the point where when I was lying down, I would actually get more rested. <laughs> well, that, that does happen, right? It, it wasn't happening all day when I was sick. Oh. All night and all day. I kept, I would lie down and it kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I was like, uh oh, at this rate, I'm going to be at zero. You're and then gonna, I'm dead. <laughs> your battery will be depleted totally depleted i really but it got I, to like 30 and then it like turned around so i got better so good. yeah i i can definitely attest to similar mm-hmm. feeling happening in my day it was just going and going and by like midday i just wanted to lie down mm-hmm. and then the afternoon i picked right back up and i was fine i didn't get get up till like I got dressed at like 9 p.m. I also got high, so that helped. <laughs> helped to kill the pain. Yeah, turns out that uh, weed's a great painkiller. Drug the pain away. Yeah, who knew? Mm-hmm. It's almost like it gets prescribed for that, like similar things. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea to take that. I, I, I was sober throughout my recovery of, of the vaccine. and As one typically is i did wait a day because i didn't know what the interaction would be with the vaccine and i was like oh man what if i take this and then i get super paranoid but then something actually happens right and then i'll be like nah i'm just being paranoid and then i die right (laughs) you were pre-paranoid before you even took it so i just i waited a day before i was like okay i'm this hurts enough that i'm actually gonna yeah like 
sit down and like goof out for a while. They didn't test the safety of the vaccines on people who were high, or at least not systematically. Yeah. I'm sure that some of the people involved in the trials got high, but... I they, imagine they like statistically... Right, but they didn't record it, so... Who knows? For all we know, that the side effects only occurred in people. The serious side effects only, although rare, only occurred in people who are high. And I mean, that's like one of the shortcomings in doing trials in anything, right? Like, there's only so many variables you can account for in any given trial, so you try to use the most pertinent ones. Right. Exactly. I mean, theoretically, a random assignment to those two conditions would lead to the same amount of people who getting you know, high in each of them, but that's not necessarily always how it works. Tell you what did happen. There was a strong correlation between me getting high and me wanting Taco Bell. (laughs) That did happen. I got the munchies for like the first time in my life. But we have not established causality. That's true. That is true. There's not a direct link. If you pick... If we do a regression, we might find there's a different cause. If you pick a time in... It's a random time during the day. You have a good chance of having either of those happen independently, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do. Uh, I'm more embarrassed about the Taco Bell than I am the weed. Um, Taco Bell is less respectable, I think. It really is. They've legalized weed. They have not legalized Taco Bell yet. You know what, though? And I want to just, like, I, I feel like I've mentioned this before. But I want to preach it a little. Like, Taco Bell getting rid of the quesarito as a menu item has improved America's, like, average health and lifespan. There's no way that it's not, right? Like, I can... Like, having not had a quesarito now for a few months, because I haven't been on the menu for a few months, I feel healthier. And I'm certain that, like... The fact that I'm, like, not out of breath when I climb stairs now has something to do with the quesarito not being around. What a powerful change. What a, what a vice grip that Taco Bell had over America's health. I'm... I'm con- Look, it, it's all fun and games, right? But I think there's a real imperative here that, like, Taco Bell is in a position where they could become a healthy fast food place. And getting rid of their, like, brick of cheese and sour cream was a good first step. I just had a really good business idea for a health insurance company. Buy Taco Bell. <laughs> That's like the... What would they do with it? Shut it down and then profit. Because, oh, yeah. Because they were no longer paying out um, any of... Hardly any claims. Because people are not sick. Right. You'd have to... You'd have to start with McDonald's, though. They're the real culprit. Those fries are basically saturated in oils. You know, it would be interesting if the health... You'd almost have to have the health insurance companies get together and join in this partnership, but they could get into partnership with the fast food companies and design, like, new dietitian and and physician-approved, like, meals. And then if you shopped there you could submit that to your insurance company and they would like reduce your premium a little bit or give you like some points. Maybe. I would imagine that would take off easier at a grocery store. Well, that's true. What's not fair about that is I guess the people who are like cooking healthy from home are, you know, not benefiting from this reduction. So there's a lot of legal and 
programmatic flaws in this idea. It might be, it might behoove us to, um, I don't know, be able to like make some sort of, uh, deduction on your premiums for purchasing, uh, you know, like healthy items at a grocery store, right? like going with like skim milk versus half and half or -hmm. something like that. Although half and half, I was glad that I had it when I, um, crumpled up dried chili peppers into my food and then an hour later i forgot that i had done that and i touched my eye and then i felt a pain and i was like why does my eye feel like the time that i got chemical conjunctivitis in college oh (laughs) i had a long time ago i crushed up a chili pepper with this finger the same finger that i just touched my eye with that is without washing this is why we wash our hands yeah it is it's one of the reasons. <laughs> so how did you, like, did you just pour the half and half onto your eye, or did you use, like, a like a cotton ball, or what? Well, I tried to Google it, but I was having trouble Googling um, with one, one eye shut, so I texted you and complained, and you looked it up, too, and you found that you're supposed to put, like, milk on your eye, like, on a cotton ball. So I couldn't really, I could never find the cotton balls that I have, and I also didn't have milk at half and half, so I just took a... Um, paper towel folded it poured half and half on it got it saturated and held it against my eye and then once that half and half kind of got a little dry got not as fresh crusty it didn't curdle yet did it it crust it became cheese did you eat your eye cheese i mean was it spicy yeah it would be kind of tasty right it's like it's like you know other than like chili pepper in there yeah well that's you know i'm a cannibal self auto cannibalism auto cannibalism um and then i put another batch of half and half soaked uh paper towel on my eye and after the second one about 10 15 minutes after the i'd started this process my eye no longer hurt so i need to just be cognizant that when i'm crushing chili peppers up i should wash my fingers before i do anything really but especially touch my eye I'm I'm very glad that it turned out okay. Yeah, when I've used like habaneros in the past, I was very aware. First of all, I know they can hurt your fingers themselves, and I also was aware of like, don't touch your eyes. So because habaneros are like, sirs business. Sirs. S R S business. S R S B Z N S. So Sir's I have. I Ooh, to, I wonder if that's a website. I've typically worn like disposable like plastic gloves when I've cut habaneros and just take the gloves off but chili peppers i don't think of as that spicy because they're not but it turns out they're not that spicy for your tongue but they are that spicy for your eye oh man (laughs) that it turns out oops so those chili peppers those are the same ones that they put in like chinese food right yeah so they are hot because i got one stuck in my wisdom tooth once and it the pain radiated outward from my basically the hinge of my jaw mm-hmm. and the pain was so intense that it made my right ear stop working like i went wow. deaf oh my god could have been the pain or the actual like nerve the nerve yeah got damaged. The, that nerve was like getting like yeah. seriously like please get rid of this uh how did, what did you do i just sat there and waited for it to like i couldn't get it out like it was like wedged in mm-hmm. so i eventually got the it was like a, a fucking like seed from a hot pepper mm. oh and so eventually you didn't get medical attention no no and like a couple hours later i could hear again 
I'm glad your hearing returned and wasn't permanently damaged by a seed because that would be a stupid freak accident. Yeah. It was that nerve was just, there was too much going on. Yeah. Well, hearing sometimes like, apparently there's a thing where like people just spontaneously lose their hearing sometimes, like forever. Or sometimes it comes back, sometimes it doesn't. I've heard of that. Yeah. And yeah. it's hat. So I'm, I try not to think about such things. Right, but I guess I bring that up because, like, if if that can happen, I could see a pepper on the nerve also causing it because your your hearing is like a fickle. It's like I'm not going to work anymore. Bye. I had a coworker who was walking along and then suddenly like lost his equilibrium and fell. Oh shit, that's <laughs> no good. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital to get like his ear fixed. Oh, he had like an infection in his inner ear or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly what had happened, but like everything was sideways there was a woman i worked with who like was going i don't know what it ended up being but she had lost her equilibrium where she was having very dizzy spells so like i remember like watching her like try to w- walk to like the bathroom and she was like clinging to the walls basically <laughs> and we were like a little worried about her driving it gets better right Oh, yeah, I don't know about driving. That could be. That doesn't seem like a healthy decision. I don't know what uh, ended up occurring, whether she they found out what it was or ruled something out and treated it, or if it just like went away. I think I have. I left that job, so I, she, for all I know, she's still dizzy. <laughs> but I, I hope not because it's been years. At, at living with like a chronic, like reasonably benign condition has got. It can't be fun. Well, that would interrupt your day-to-day ability. Like, you could almost be potentially disabled from right. that. Like, you it interferes with your daily functioning. Right. I'm just thinking, uh, yeah, no, that one might be, depending on how severe it is. Right. I know in college, I knew I was in a literature class with this girl that had chronic hiccups. Mm, ouch. And so every like five minutes for her entire life, that sucks. she would have like a hiccup. I hate that. And so can she sleep? I guess like she'd be dead otherwise, right? Well, you can live for a while on like bad sleep, but. But I mean, this had been like decades. Yeah. That's that sucks. I, I remember as a kid, my dad told me like that there was somebody who I don't know if he told me or I just learned that there was someone who like had hiccups for years and i was a little bit scared like once every time i got the hiccups like is this gonna continue on forever happen to you yeah well why not but because hiccups really are unpleasant in any quantity they ain't fun no i like it hurts sometimes i like i don't smoke anymore like right tobacco marijuana anything crack I, i don't do it and you know it's bad for your lungs right but Mm -hmm. one of the big benefits of not smoking anymore is i don't get hiccups like ever that's good it it was a big contrib like occasionally i would smoke and then i would have have hiccups for like four hours i get hiccups um unrelated to smoking i don't smoke either but when i have it didn't seem to correlate for me with hiccups so I don't know. It can correlate to a lot of things, like eating too quickly, mm-hmm. smoking, drinking, which is, I think when it's drinking, it's like your like gag reflex is like starting to turn on. It's hard to say, because it's like, hiccup is your diaphragm spazzing out, basically. Yeah. So, 
who knows why it gets like that but it gets like just that. gets angry yeah well, my friend's dad had the hiccups for like three days and had to get like an anti take a low dose of an antipsychotic to calm it down <laughs> even though it wasn't psychotic that's it. well his diaphragm seemed psychotic right it's, <laughs> it's like part of you is psychotic it's right. not the brain in this case but right. it is the it diaphragm is this one particular muscle it's your belly brain your belly brain yeah well your abdomen brain yeah yeah ab brain abs time to get brain abs this is like <laughs> it's like do a crossword puzzle yeah, get right. brain abs do a crossword puzzle with your packs it's like when i play my phone game and they show me an ad they're like how old is your brain and it's like they want you to try and figure out how old it is by playing this this game they're advertising and it's like oh, yeah it's basically just like can you find the word and it's yeah. like if you can find this word then your brain is suddenly not it's gone down from 40 to like 35 i saw the most ridiculous fucking ad it was a like sudoku variant mm-hmm. which you know obviously piqued my interest because i like number puzzles do you play sudoku i, I do oh, okay. i play i like i prefer ken ken actually they're way more fun i am m h o a sudoku but, variant um yeah so this one was like it, it was like a crossword puzzle with math equations and it was like if you can solve this puzzle you have an iq of 240 <laughs> and you were like yes i do i well i'm but not really. No, my immediate response was, that's not how this distribution works. Right. <laughs> or, like, I don't think this uh, app is validated by the IQ, like, test by, makers. Like, proffering an IQ above a possible, like, above the possible range. This app said that my IQ is 3 million. I have... I have... <laughs> Like I'm in Mensa for sure. I have an IQ of 100. I. I have a sub Mensa. Wait, you have a negative IQ. It's the the square root of negative one. Okay. Is that negative or not? <laughs> no, <laughs> it is not negative. Well, I guess that makes sense. Wait, how can it be? I'm confused. It's imaginary, so I guess that's why it's confusing. That's right. <laughs> Wrap your head around that 240 IQ, folk. <laughs> well, look, just because I have an IQ of of 3 million, it's an intelligence quotient. It's not math quotient. It's not an MQ. I'll tell you what, though. I think that our listeners can have an IQ of 240 if they buy the products that we're about to advertise. Yes. Uh, however, those products are free. <laughs> that makes it even better. We're back after an ad. Wow, that was really compelling. I went and bought five of them. Yes, I bought them already. I put them on my credit card. Okay, good. Good. What if it was a credit card? (laughs) I bought this credit card on credit. (laughs) I bought a credit card. A credit card, yeah. Well, hopefully they're not starting to make us pay for credit cards. I guess some credit cards do a charge a fee. Right. But the, the credit card 
usually puts it on their own statement. They don't make you pay for it with a separate credit card. Right. That'd be a little ridiculous. Right. So I completely forgot. So let's talk about the, the, the second half of our show today. We're going to be discussing the big change in my life. What is that? My roommates and I purchased and installed a bidet. A bidet. A bidet. A, a bidet. A bidet. Okay. For those of you who are American, a bidet is water that sprays at your butt. Yeah. Think Please. of it this way. Think you got you you done you did your little nasty in the potty, <laughs> and then you could either wipe it around with paper or the bathtub. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You can either wipe around your nasty with paper, or you can spray a hose at it, like you do in with every. Let's look like you do in your own garden. Like you do in your own garden, you shit yourself in the garden. You you hose down. <laughs> but here, let's be real. Anywhere else on your body, if you got poop on you, if you got poop on your arm, what would you do? You'd wash it off. Right? You wouldn't, like, grab a piece of tissue paper and wipe it around until it looked like it was gone. I would grab a garden hose and I would spray off my arm, for sure. Right. Right. Or, like, put it under the sink or or in the sink, not under. Right. It does make me wonder, though, if we're if the goal is to get um, your butt clean to the same extent as you would clean poop off of any other part of you, why does the bidet not shoot soap in your butt and also have a little arm that kind of scrubs it well i don't want a mechanical <laughs> arm scrubbing my butthole that just seems like a recipe um for hemorrhoids well it would have to be gentle it would have to be very gentle the water already is hitting the limit of what's considered gentle on my rear end so i've never used a bidet before i've had the opportunity but i was a little scared today i was like let me try it I don't know if the one that you guys have is more forceful than a like European bidet, but it's pretty forceful. It's it's you gotta you have to have some pressure, right, to get to to knock the nasty off. I guess, but I think I was doing it wrong, and water got everywhere <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah, I was. I would, I'm gonna go ahead and I wasn't making have a, a guess seal. that you weren't sitting right. I, I guess I wasn't, but maybe I haven't been sitting right this whole time. This is your whole life. Yeah, (laughs) but it never came up. Is the bidet forcing upon you a revelation on, like, bathroom sitting procedure? I was always happy with the outcome of the way I was sitting. It worked out for me until today. Now, pardon the privacy of this question, but did it come out the front or the back? The back. Okay. Okay. So you're you're a front sitter. I guess I am. you are. I guess I am a front sitter. Yeah. You know, you know why I might be a front sitter. When I was a kid, I I remember like realizing that when I peed, I could kind of just lean back and relax. But then I leaned back too far, and I sprayed pee all over. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, too far, too far. <laughs> so since then, I've leaned forward to make sure to not pee all over the bathroom. Okay, all right, um, but. So th- this is really a service to other people that you sit the way you do. Well, myself. I mean, I don't need to have my own pee all over myself and the bathroom I'm in. I mean, it's just a it's fiasco. True. It's a complete fiasco. Um, One might call it a shit show, but it's a it's a piss show. It's a, it, right. It it just isn't 
ideal. Um, it's a bathroom fail. So, you know, I didn't make that mistake again. Um, but I guess I overcompensated. So now if I'm going to use the bidet, I got to go back the other way to make sure that you have to correct it. Now you're getting just water all over the bathroom again in a different direction. Yep. It's it's really difficult. It's, Maybe I should just... Just give up. Yeah. Pee in a jar. Yeah, that's going to get... Oh, my God. If I tried to pee in a jar, more pee would get everywhere, I bet. It would just be... That does, I don't get the appeal. Of peeing in a jar? Yeah. I don't either. Especially like if, you if you're wanna, already in like a bathroom. You, like, maybe if you want to monitor the color over time. Like, if you want to make, like, a piss rainbow. If your doctor needs to, to sample it. Yeah. You pee in a cup. you be like, here, I, this is from two weeks ago when I was having the problem. And then the doctor, <laughs> like, hits the security button. And... <laughs> They're like, oh. you just bring in, like a lot of samples they're yeah. all in like mason jars with like plastic <laughs> saran wrap over it with <laughs> like fucking masking tape dates yeah <laughs> masking it, tape with sharpie written on it when they have you pee in the cup you only pee like i don't know an inch or something like they don't need that much but but you bring you collect all of the pee yeah each time all of it. so for like two weeks you bought that big house and there's that spare room you never knew what to do with the pee room it's now the pee and you, you get it refrigerated in there also known as nice frosty the laboratory that's and you could just come in with a hand cart into yeah. the doctor's office <laughs> like a fucking shopping cart yeah shopping cart it's like and it's a lot of rattling because it goes over any little bump and all the glass oh, no. like, and then one of the mason jars breaks and you just like step around it like clean up and I'm like oh i lost thursday yeah <laughs> well, man that was a dark vintage we're gonna have to impute the variables for thursday based on wednesday and friday oh no yeah I think I don't I, like this this sandbox that we're in right now. This, this litter box. This is this is a litter box. Yeah. I want to talk about something that Patches did yesterday. It's not litter box related, but I thought of my cat Patches when I started mentioning litter box. So I was still sick, so I was watching some TV, watching some documentaries about sexual abuse. <laughs> and, and that's what you do. I do. It's. It's some, oh, child sexual abuse, actually. Okay. Yeah. Nice light entertainment. Just light entertainment to recover from a vaccine from. And my cat, when I'm watching the TV, which is on a dresser, she often, you know, she's not she's not dumb. She sees that I'm paying attention to the TV, so she thinks it would be a good opportunity for me to stand in front of the TV. Maybe that way I could get attention. And she does. So she was stepping from the chair onto the dresser, and as she was stepping, she kind of knocked her paw into this, like, phone charger that I have. And so she immediately kind of went back on her hind legs on the chair and then knocked the phone charger onto the ground and then proceeded on her way forward onto the dresser with a smile on her face. So she just did that the fuck with that charger. She didn't see the charger, but she, like, bumped into it was like, oh oops oh i have this okay and then she knocked it on the floor and then she kept going but i saw a little smile because you know how you could see cats from the side their little mouth turns up yeah and, and she had that smile on her face That's and i was cute. like you motherfucker yeah and then she got on the dresser and got in front of my tv and then she does this thing where she stands up on her hind legs and puts her um front paws on the top of the tv as if she's going to pull it down on top of herself and onto the floor 
You it's, know, <laughs> you, uh, us, like, yelling at her is just giving her attention. It is, but on the other hand, if we don't do it, yell at her, and we don't give her the attention, I think she'll knock it over. It's like those hostages who are, like, or not hostages, I'm sorry, hijackers or, like, you know, criminals or whatever who have hostages, hostage takers, and they're like, if you don't give me this, I will execute a hostage. And it's like, yes, on the one hand, you are giving them attention by giving into their demand. On the other hand, they will probably shoot the hostage. <laughs> so, like, yeah. what are you going to do? So I don't want her to knock over my TV, so I have to give in to the terrorists. I think you really should just ignore her and, like... And just sacrifice the TV. Yeah, well, that'll drop on her once and then never again. Cats are fast enough, though, that, like... She would probably be able to get out of the way before it smashed. Like, I don't think she would be crushed between the TV and the and the floor. No, I but would... I imagine it would startle her enough to remember not to do that in the future. Mm. But I, I think that, you know, she's just doing that because every time she does it, you freak out. I know. And she thinks it's funny when you freak out. She does. But what I'm saying is, I think it's probably worth the, like, several hundred dollars that... I will have to spend to replace the TV and all the like glass all over the floor. Oh yeah, and the damage. If she knocks the TV over, which I know she'll do. She's <laughs> she has no limits, no scruples. She's no she's unscrupulous for sure. There there are zero scruples to be had. Patches was not born with scruples. When I went to the um, shelter, the name that they gave her at the shelter it was, was scrupulous. <laughs> It was Harmony. That is a that is not her name. No, <laughs> I think even they remotely. They must have been sarcastic. That's they were like <laughs> Harmony. Yeah, they should have named her like Calm, Well Behaved Cat. <laughs> Maybe that was a little too like obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just be like, hmm. Let's 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 name something that could be cute and plausible, like compliant. Yeah, compliance the cat. Yeah, compliance the cat. <laughs> That's never been a cat's name. Temper, like, te- well tempered the cat. <laughs> Prudence the cat. <laughs> Sympathetic the cat. Empathy the cat. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know, my life is getting my, my butthole sprayed and. You know, generally so... relaxing now that I'm vaccinated. Relaxinated. <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. You can't see my vaccine passport because I don't participate in your neo-fascist bio-fascist scheme. However, you can see my relax port. What? <laughs> what is a relax port? It's a relax uh, relaxinated passport. Oh, like a passport. Oh, got it. Got it. You can see my license to relax. I keep I that in it. my wallet yeah. next to my also coffee. also called my license. <laughs> next to my coffee club. Your driver's license is licensed to relax. <laughs> Just chill out. Do whatever you want on the road. No big deal. Yeah. And every time you relax, you can punch the card. And if you relax five times, you can scream at someone for free. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell people it's free. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I they've got to earn it, though. Like, they're not... Look, they... If I'm not around, they can't have the hole punched. 
right? I have one of those fancy hole punches that's in like the shape of a star, so they can't <laughs> fake it. It's it's not commercially sold, right? I I custom designed my <laughs> yeah. hole punch. It's a it's a seven pointed star. Yeah, it's a, it's like three seven pointed stars yeah. in like an elaborate configuration. Yeah, it's using like state of the art. So question so bidet wise you do the bidet and then do you dry your butt off or do you put it back i'm glad you would ask let me tell you all about how i wipe myself well you don't have to get into the graphic detail i'm more looking at broad strokes okay so what happens is invariably throughout the day i i feel a tension in my lower gut which usually indicates that it's nigh time uh, so I go in and I, I, I take my, I, I drop my pants to the appropriate level. I think you misheard me. I was saying not graphic detail. Oh, oh, not graphic detail. Okay. Yeah. So really the question was, do you dry your water soaked butt off? Yes. Okay. So you're would, still using toilet paper. I don't paper. want like a rash or something. So you're still using toilet paper. You're not saving anything as far as paper. And it's just that you're outcome is that you feel that your butt is cleaner because it right. had water squirting on it yeah okay and i i think it generally is like i yeah i like how do you tell like i'm not gonna like get a, an elaborate mirror construction to like look up in there well you do have a laboratory room i do you could store samples <laughs> i could and then take them to the lab yeah. and have them cultured and <laughs> see which one of, they were able to make covid a live virus of covid out of four of these so what does that tell us? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> the other ones. One at the beginning and the end. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. No. So I, I do try to dry off because I don't know, like the, there, there was like an instruction manual for dumb Americans. It was, well, I should have read that. Yeah. Don't lean too far forward. Don't lean too far forward. Um, you know, it, and it said to try to air dry, but if you if you don't have like fifteen minutes, yeah, <laughs> someone else needs to use the bathroom. And also, like, I'm not gonna sit on the toilet for fifteen minutes. The whole point of this is to not take half an hour smearing poop around. True, like, which you know, mission accomplished. Right, but you don't. You're trying to cut down on your time. You're not trying to spend fifteen minutes in the bathroom air drying. But a bidet should have a uh air dryer it re oh my god that would be actually awesome what like, it should do is it should squirt water it should squirt soap okay no hand i know you don't no, like you don't want I, a little I robotic hand i don't need the with hand a, with a but then it squirts water again as many times as you need to get the soap out because you don't want to have like soap stuck in your butt that's going to irritate you that, that could especially if it like gets up in yeah, it should. Hopefully it doesn't get up in because <laughs> hopefully you're not, you know, whatever. We won't get into that. But then after it sprays the second or third or fourth water and you're soap-free. Water. Water. Then you spray the air. That would be really great. And I, it could freaking come out of that nozzle, too, definitely. Right. It dries you off. And then, psh, perfume. <laughs> <laughs> stay louder stay louder it, it would actually be eau de toilette eau de toilette yeah that should it should be eau de toilette or axe whatever yeah <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> uh, 
Can you imagine the X commercial for X bidet? Like X bidet. X bidet would be just like a bunch of really hot ladies, like, like eating the ass of some guy. Yeah, <laughs> the right. commercial. Well, <laughs> and they would call it like some ridiculous shit, like a grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. Somehow it works, even though it doesn't work. It poetically does work. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Call it like Briar Patch. Yeah, Briar Patch. <laughs> Call it like Strawberry Fields Forever. <laughs> I'm surprised there haven't been beetle themed like perfumes. Yeah, probably licensing. I imagine. Yeah. Although one can say like <laughs> Just make a knockoff and call it Strawberry Fields indefinitely. <laughs> strawberry Fields Infinity. Yeah, right. There's, you are allowed to name songs the same name. So there's no copywriting of song names, I believe. I don't think so. So can, could the company, the perfume company, have a staff uh, person make a content you know, make a content for hire song that the company owns. That's like do to do strawberry fields forever. Do do, and then they, <laughs> and they release that, and then that could be the song that the perfume company is Isn't referring to. Of. Yeah. All right. So the, loophole. So they have to create like a music, a record producing com- like company. You don't need a record. Just an artist that you throw it up on like TuneCore or something. Sure, I didn't know that TuneCore was a thing, but I'm not into the recording industry. And then not CD in. Baby. Mm-hmm. So they, the company creates that song, and then that's what they were referring to the whole time. And then the, the state of, of John Lennon and the Beatles sue. I thought you were going to say the state of Georgia. The state of Georgia sues because the state of Georgia has actually purchased all the Beatles masters. Yeah, they own Apple licenses. Records. Yeah. Georgia's like, this is a non-traditional investment but we think it's going to pay off <laughs> lo and behold yeah <laughs> now they own like the like like they win and so, so georgia is now like the the owner of a bidet perfume <laughs> yeah georgia's pushing the cutting edge of public private partnerships this is you know what it's a step toward the the unionization of all labor so you mean the collectivization of industry? Or, sure. Or the... Okay. Both. Yeah. It, it, we can tie it together. It right. can all... This is my utopia. Let me live it. Where that's the state owns the means of production of, the, of music? And of, like... Of bidet perfumes named after songs by the Beatles. Right. Okay, so the Strawberry Fields Forever and Rocky Raccoon. Yeah, and... Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, and imagine. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. I'm thinking Rocky Raccoon. (laughs) That's a butt. That's that just screams butt perfume, doesn't it? It really does. That was. (laughs) (laughs) I, I. I would buy that. I want to know what that what Rocky Raccoon smells like. I picture it smelling like Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, which I'm not sure how that actually tastes, but it's like peanut buttery, right? Or something like that. Chocolatey. I, I, I don't know. I think it's got Oreos in it, doesn't it? 
Probably. So it's some kind of like quasi chocolatey, very sweet smelling. You know, I don't want anybody's butt smelling like Rocky Road ice cream. Someone's like, "Do you have, do you have some ice cream?" Oh, you just went to the bathroom. Never mind. So you can get, uh, you can alter the genes of certain bacteria to produce scents. That's how a lot of scents are manufactured. Mm-hmm. And I very desperately want to experiment and try to like seed my gut fauna with the stuff that makes like the smell of roses so it's like a diy um laboratory that you're gonna so you're gonna culture some of your poop yeah with what take a rose or something like that and you're gonna smear it on it well whatever chemical it smell like you can make bacteria that like that produce the smell of, of whatever you want, like cherries or... Do you need to be, like, professional to do this? I think there are DIY kits for it. Okay. Um, But I would like to... It, I would be interested to see if I could get my poop to actually smell like roses. Although it would probably smell like roses and bile, which prob- <laughs> I imagine doesn't go well together. So the problem is, say you get it to smell that way. It's still kind of like bacteria laden and unsanitary, right? Yeah, I wouldn't eat it. No, but like it's... you can't do anything with it because you got to have to like throw it out. Right. Well, the I mean, you could like ma- the actual process of manufacturing scents comes from bacteria. Yeah, but probably but, not from my poop. But say, like I say, say you picked like a bacteria. Say you got this home like bacteria tampering kit. And instead of using your own feces, you use, like, a harmless, like, non-gross bacteria. And then you succeeded in making, like, a rose, like, smelling paste. Well, if it wasn't your poop and it was clean, you could actually just, like, use that. Like, yeah. you could smear it on your wrist or whatever. Well, I mean, like, but I don't know you what. You could put it in your bidet perfume holder. That's right. But... You could have it, and it would be, like, a self-sustaining thing. But if you are using feces to start this horrible culture that you're developing uh it's doomed from the start it does seem like you know the seed often shapes the the tree right yeah in fact always (laughs) i would say (laughs) for any tree that comes from a seed which i think is all the trees i'm not a botanist i would assume yeah that's how plants work this is like a fungus tree that's made of fungus not be a tree that that would in fact be a a, a fungus. It'd be a fungus bush. Ew, <laughs> this is like low key gross. A fungus shrub. Yeah. What that fungus? That's um, like what is it called? Like the forest fungus is like that blob that's like clear and it is like one cell. You told me about this a while oh, ago. Oh, slime molds. I yes. don't think they're actually a fungus. It's I think a mold. they're protozoan. Oh, so it's not really a mold, they just call it that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh never mind. NM, NM, never mind. N, NVM? Because I was thinking, yeah, NM is not much. I was thinking that the slime mold seems intelligent enough that it could, like, rear up and become in the shape of, like, a globule-looking, like, shrub. I imagine. Yeah. Like, it could do whatever it wants. It's the motherfucking slime mold. Slime mold 
we worship it. We need to start like getting like RC cars and just putting them out into the forest. What's an RC car? Like a little remote control. Oh, okay. Car. So the slime mold could drive it. Yeah. Yes. Or a drone, so a slime mold could fly it. Yes. Oh my god. Drones we- powered by slime molds. A weaponized drone. Of course. Like, we we want to bring about our own destruction. We clearly from the last hundred years of human behavior. <laughs> so why not let the slime molds take over? Fuck it, let's do it. Let's get this over with. Yeah, it it's gonna it's gotta happen. We might as well help it along. We don't have time for this like slow march into the sea. No, we're gonna bring the ocean to us. Yeah. And that's just global warming. Yeah. <laughs> but it's again it's slow. It's slow. Yeah. Slime mold. Our best friend. I I I've considered having I have a friend who really wants a slime mold as a pet. Uh but Do they like, interact. They well he he wanted to program one last I knew. Can they be programmed? You can use them to create Turing machines. I believe. It's a Turing machine? It's just something that can, like, add numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get an angry email about that. <laughs> At least we get emails. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, alright? There's a reason I'm not a computer scientist. You are, actually, you are a computer scientist. Um, yeah. Wouldn't a tour, uh, like, is that an abacus? Um, no, so... Or a computer? It, like, I believe... They can use reward system. Although you can do this with a lot of things, so it's not exactly special. But you can you can build computers out of practically anything, and like this is just using like rewards to train a slime mold to like move in certain directions to build like a half adder. Like, oh, like so would if you got a child and you trained it to do like its multiplication tables and like addition and stuff like that and then you motivated it to get the right answer with like kit cats yeah is, is that considered a computer well i mean in a sense right that's kind of like you're using conditioning in order to produce like results that an that you're like from an algorithm that you were coaching a living thing to perform hmm. child computers R- right but you can like you can do that with like you can build machines that you can actually someone built a computer that uses water as its flow of control instead of electricity and this was well before like transistor based machines so someone built this like hydraulic powered or hydro powered computer to calculate like interest rates so what you would do to operate it is you would um, change, like, the inputs on one side of, like, interest rate. Like, you know, I don't know. Whatever yeah. whatever you're calculating, I don't know. The, the, the period of time and the, the rate or the principle or whatever, you'd, you'd input those, and then you'd push the water through it, and then it would pour out in a certain pattern that would be the output. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Although and... un- impractical, but... So I, I just watched a YouTube video by the wonderful Steve Mould, um, and he built a, what is it, a five-bit adder out of water. Hmm. Like, he he put water in, like, he had two numbers that you could add together. And he put water in the the 
the the ones places right because it was in binary so there's the ones tens hundreds and he you could put water in these buckets and then let it all go and it would come out the result cool that'd be cool to like drag around instead of a calculator or your cell phone and then just like pull it out Right. And just like, you're like, do you have any water? <laughs> yeah. Well, how about... Like if you bring it at a restaurant to calculate how much like each person's portion of the bill is. Right. And what's the tip? <laughs> Let me calculate 10% on this like gigantic water machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that about does it for today. It was good to uh, talk to you on air. It was good to talk to you on air as well. It was good to talk to you, plural informal the fans it was it was good to talk to you plural formal the fans the fans who are kings and it was also good to talk to you singular formal the fans the fan the fan the fan the the sing the the that one fan you know who you are the slime mold fan yeah that we revere (laughs) the slime mold's like yes i am pleased all right well i hope you all have a wonderful day have a good day, have a good um, week or month. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Breakfast With Your Friends, where I retweet people who dumb, do dumb shit. Wait, your Twitter handle is Breakfast With Your Friends? No, it is not. It is Garlin Frenzy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that we did a Breakfast With Your Friends Twitter. We uh, don't. I don't. You can find us on the World Wide Web at breakfastwithyourfriends.com. Our website is broken right now, but you can check us out anyway. It's a little broken uh we were we were having our publishing of our web uh not website what am i fucking talking about each episode was appearing on our website then we did something we changed our our podcast host and And it doesn't doesn't do that anymore (laughs) but don't worry it'll be fixed at some point um you can still read our witty about me and you can still buy our merchandise uh or whatever don't go to the website go check brian out at garland frenzy on twitter um i'm on instagram at drawn race underscore the instagram is devoted to promoting the podcast and patches my cat so it's true if you want i've seen i've seen your instagram that's exactly what it is that's all it is (laughs) is i don't really like us and your cat (laughs) i don't really like instagram that much i don't get okay so i was hoping that through instagram I would become famous, like, the podcast would become famous, but it didn't work. I'm pretty well convinced that the only way you can become famous on Instagram is if you're already famous. There's, like, influencers, but, like, I don't know why anyone is influenced by them. They're just randos. They're, I don't. I don't know. I can't even. Not even with Instagram. Yeah, so there's not really any point in going to my Instagram, but if you were to do that, you could. um, You could see pictures of the monster. She will fool you because she looks cute. And she is cute. But picture that knocking everything down. Oh, my God. I was on a... I'm just going to say a little story. I was on a call this week with a manager, director, fancy, chit-chatting about some stuff. Then Patches is on one of my tables. This was one that was like probably three or four feet... Well, not four feet into the air, but like three feet. It was kind of a higher one. She knocks off a empty seltzer can onto the floor that's noisy as it bounces (laughs) and i was like oh i'm sorry like my cat just knocked like a can down and then she knocked one of my glasses uh not not 
eyeglasses is what I meant. It was in a case, but I still prefer for the case not to fall right. um, three feet. And then she was going for the other one that was sitting there. And, and I was like, hold on. I turned off my camera, put my computer down and chased her <laughs> off. Because she was systematically sitting on that table, just knocking everything off, like one by one. As she is wont. She got to, t- she got starting on the third item. And I was like, this is, this ends now. So anyhow, you can picture that munchkin. As you look at her Insta. Right, right. Or the gram or whatever. The I don't even know. Das gram. Das gram. Look. I come from the era of Yahoo chat rooms in MySpace, so I don't know what we're even doing. I don't know what you're talking about, Boomer. <laughs> boomer. <laughs> All right, talk to you next time. I think it was time. to Vietnam. Bye. Bye.